Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Denise Geary Show. Friday, March 5th, marked the 75th anniversary of Winston Churchill coming to the United States of America by invitation of Harry S. Truman. Truman, the President of the United States in 1946, wanted the famous British statesman who, together with Franklin Roosevelt, helped lead the Western world out of World War II and victory in Europe and victory over Japan. Winston Churchill came to Missouri and he gave a speech at Westminster College. And there he talked about the importance of never appeasing the enemies of the United States or the Western world. He talked about communism. But he talked about communism in terms of Russia and the spread of communism that destroyed the democratic institutions all over Eastern Europe, places where my own people were from, Estonia and Latvia, places like Poland and Czechoslovakia and Bulgaria. So many Hungary, so many countries fell to the tanks and troops of communist Russia. But today, in its place, we have a more important and strategic, geostrategic threat, and that's China. But I'd like you to listen to the timelessness and the importance of Winston Churchill's words on March 5th, 1946. No, nobody knows what Soviet Russia and its communist international organization intends to do in the immediate future. From Stettin in the Baltic to Trieste in the Adriatic, an iron curtain has descended across the continent. I do not believe that Soviet Russia desires war. From what, what I have seen of our Russian friends and allies during the war, I am convinced that there is nothing they admire so much as strength, and there is nothing for which they have less respect than for weakness, especially military weakness. Winston Churchill also stated in that particular speech, I, I know because not only did I listen, but I followed along in one of my books. This, this particular book is an excellent read. Um, it's entitled Never Give In, The Best of Winston Churchill's Speeches. And they were selected uh, speeches by Winston Churchill's grandson. Anyway, in that speech on the fall of the Iron Curtain or the Iron Curtain speech, Winston Churchill makes clear that in the United States where communism is in its infancy, the communist parties or fifth columns constitute a growing challenge and peril to Christian civilization. And he makes the point correctly, and he makes the next point I want to share with you correctly as well. Russia and China and Islamist countries like Iran that continue to strike at American targets in Iraq, and I have something to share that's news breaking with you today, that they don't really want war. And I, I believe that. I believe when Winston Churchill said that the Soviet Russia doesn't desire war, what they desire, and as Winston Churchill stated, the fruits of war and the indefinite expansion of their power and doctrines, this is what they want. They want control. And I thought about the Democrats, and I thought about 
the um, Congressional Progressive Caucus. Now, these, these are Democrats, but I want you to know that the communist wing inside the Democratic Party today is the Congressional Progressive Caucus, which was set up. Now, get ready for this. The Congressional Progressive Caucus of Democrats in Congress was set up or established by the Communist Party of the United States. And that's not all. The Democrat Socialists of America, another organization with the Communist Party of the USA, worked to establish the Democratic Progressive Caucus. Its members today, under Biden, under his administration, the Biden-Harris team, they control several congressional committees and, as you know, have been pushing socialist policies, which we're going to talk more about tomorrow. But one of them involves the critical race theory, CRT. What is the critical race theory? We hear, we're hearing a lot about it by Democrats. The Democrats of the Congressional Progressive Caucus have told America that the critical race theory is about white privilege and white supremacy. It's about reparations. In H.R. 1, that's going to the United States Senate for passage, everybody said, no, the Democrats won't try to force the American taxpayer to pay reparations. How could the Democrats do that? After all, there are white people in America that weren't even living in the United States during that period in, in our country from its founding to the end of the Civil War in 1865. During that brief period of history in the United States, there was slavery. But what about all those people that came to America after 1865, after there was an end to slavery? There's a lot of questions about reparations, but guess what? The communists, the socialists, and the Democratic Party inserted within H.R. 1 that was passed by the House of Representatives last week by the Congressional Progressive Party in, in, the, in, in Congress, as well as every Democrat. Every Democrat voted for it, but one. It's allowing reparations by paying the debts, paying all the debts of people of color who have ranches and farms. And some of you said, we're not going to pay reparations. Well, if you're a white farmer or a white rancher in the United States of America, your debt is not going to be paid. Critical race theory. Your debts aren't going to be paid, but if you're a person of color, your debts will be paid. Just let that sink in for a moment. It's called reparations. And you know what that is? That's racism. And it goes to the heart of what Black Lives Matter and Antifa and other insurrectionist groups have said. The leaders of Black Lives Matter, people like Patricia Cullors, have said on the record, they've stated clearly that they are trained Marxists. They've met with communist leaders. They've met with Islamist leaders. And may I say, communism, socialism, Islamism that's embraced by Islamic terrorists. It's all the same. 
It's about crushing freedom. And I, I think this is particularly important with the threat of China today. I was reading an intelligent uh, assessment. This is, um, this is by a, the United States counterintelligence chief that warns that China is a more severe threat to the United States of America than, than the Democrats will admit. And because of Biden's ties financially, with China and communist countries, it's likely that this this issue will not be addressed. Let me share what, with you what the National Counterintelligence and Security Director Bill Evanima said on Tuesday, and I hope I pronounced his name right, Evanina. He said, from a threat perspective, Russia is a significant adversary particularly with regard to cyber intrusions, malign influence, and sowing discord in our democracy. But with respect to China, he said, with respect to the death of George Floyd, COVID, the vaccines, the election, the 2020 presidential elections, foreign adversaries, not just Russia, not just other communist countries, not just Islamic countries like Iran, but China. China that worked diligently to expose and amplify discourse in the United States. And he talks about how it's going to take a whole of society approach to begin to deal with the threats from communist China. Communist China has been building up its military and now its capabilities militarily are comparable to that of the United States. So it's just not about stealing intelligence information. It's not about just stealing our technology. It's, it's, it's not just about their cyber intrusion. It's not just about instilling, um, hatred for one another and pushing forward the critical race theory here in the United States that says everybody that's white is evil. You have to look at the fact that militarily they're comparable to the United States at this time. And you're not going to see the Congressional Progressive Caucus of the Democratic Party that has 93 members working in Congress and sitting on top of these committees, making decisions that affect you and I, we're not going to see a real pushback on this by the Biden administration because he's dirty. He and his family, the Biden crime family, have been involved with communist countries and financial deals that are hurting the national security of the United States of America. Tomorrow, I'll talk more about how the communist slash socialist threat that's been ushered into the United States by individuals and groups that are tied to communism as well as Islamism. Remember, I shared last week how this country of Iran, the Islamic Republic of Iran, even has shared out that they have Islamic terror cells that are active in Washington, D.C. And before coming on, on the program today, I said I had some breaking news. 
There were missile attacks on U.S. soldiers today. That's right, March 8th. It says United States soldiers stationed at Al Iraq base in Iraq have come under rocket fire. How many times this month we were American soldiers and Americans have been hit uh, by rockets from Iran? On March 3rd, we heard about 10 rockets falling on a base inside Iraq where U.S. soldiers and allied coalition forces, forces were stationed. There have been attacks on the American embassy. Iran is on the move, and it's backed by who? By communist countries like China and Russia. That's right. We have to connect the dots. And then, of course, that extends here to critical race theory in the United States of America and the fact that organizations like Black Lives Matter that are trained, but whose leaders are trained by Marxist revolutionaries are working to destroy capitalism and our way of life. I thought it was interesting, if I can find it here. I, I was reading an article by Star Parker. Star Parker is a black woman in America. She's a person of color. And uh, she listened to President Trump's speech at CPAC and the, the Conservative Political Action Conference that went on, what, a couple weeks ago now. And she said, you know, the president was right when, when President Trump said at CPAC, there is a, quote, historic struggle for America's future, America's culture, and America's institutions, borders, and most cherished principles. Our security, our prosperity, and our very identity is at stake. And President Trump talked about our Judeo-Christian civilization, just like Winston Churchill talked about how communism, which is based or founded or rooted in Marxism, is a threat to Christian civilization. Fascinating that a British statesman who helped bring Europe together with the United States to victory over Nazism is saying what President Trump said in the 21st century at CPAC. It's an incredible, incredible commentary on our times. History is repeating itself, ladies and gentlemen, and we need to stay alert. We'll have more on HR1, on border insecurity, on the Equality Act that has now been passed by the Congressional Progressive Caucus, the Socialist Democrats in the House. That's passage and what that means to all of you and to every American, Democrat or Republican, going forward in the 21st century if we, the Republicans, the conservatives, the independents who vote with Republicans and Democrat conservatives don't stand together against a spread of groups that are embracing, whether you want to call it critical race theory, socialism, communism, or today's Democratic Party. If we don't stand together, we're going to lose who we are as a nation and as a people which means we will lose our freedoms. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen.
I want to tell you about a place I love to go, Frugati's Italian Restaurant. Very few locations here provide seating outside in front of a fabulous water fountain with an atmosphere that is reminiscent to me of eating outdoors in Venice. This is real Italian food by real Italians. And what makes it even more so is owner Ralph Frugaletti, who nearly a quarter century ago brought a wood fire oven from Milan, Italy to make, like his mother, fresh homemade bread and pizzas. Moreover, Frugati's restaurant offers you not only the very best in southern Italian cooking, even importing the finest ingredients for authentic Italian food, including a fitness menu. After all, Ralph has represented the United States and Italy, competing in the Master Championship Games. He knows all the right food for good fitness, so check out the menu. After today's broadcast, run over to Frugati's Italian Restaurant and Catering at 600 Coffee Road here in Bakersfield. And after a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday service, stop into Frugati's for a great lunch. And for dinner, there is live music every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'll see you there and tell Mr. Ralph Rugaletti that Denise sent you. Salute. Bon appetito. President Trump has correctly stated that economic security is national security. And in the Tehachapi Mountains of Kern County resides a United States defense contractor, Anate's Products. Here is the Silicon Valley of the aerospace industry, right here in East Kern. Anate's Products is a forward-leaning manufacturer and distributor of hardware sold to major defense and aerospace companies. We're talking about Boeing, Lockheed Martin, United Technologies, Northrop Grumman, Raytheon General Electric, and on and on the list goes, as well as to every United States ally worldwide, including Israel, America's most important strategic ally in the Middle East. And for everything that flies, Anate's Products is providing the parts. And with me today is the president of Anate's Products, Scott Baker. Hi, Scott. How you doing? I, you believe this corner of Kern County is the hub of the aerospace industry. Well, this, this portion of Southern California here out in the uh, Antelope Valley, it, it contains, you know, some of the most cutting-edge technology going on in aviation today. You know, we have uh, some of the UCAS programs with unmanned uh, technologies going on. We have uh, uh, Edwards Air Force Base out here who's doing continual testing in their area. We have the Naval uh, Weapons uh, Station up there at China Lake doing some fantastic cutting-edge stuff, cruise missile technology, and those things are going on. We have scale composites locally doing a lot of composite technology, which is new. We have SpaceX, which is a you know private one putting private uh, entity putting things into into space now. This area is the growth center for aviation's future, and uh, this is this is the area I think that uh, as a nation we need to be concentrating some of our effort and taking this technology. And as we all know, with the space program from Apollo years ago, out of these technologies, we the private sector are going to reap some of the benefits of that. Thank you, Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Baker, president of Anate's Product. Anate's Products, located in the beautiful mountains of Tehachapi, California, in eastern Kern County, is home to some of the most innovative and specialized technologies in the world, including those at the U.S. Naval Air Warfare Center, Weapons Division at China Lake, Edwards Air Force Base, as well as Strata Launch, launching satellites capable of delivering multiple in a single flight to space. And it is Anate's products that has provided the manufactured devices and the president, Scott Baker of Anate's products, Marine Corps veteran, 
reactivated on 9-11 to monitor threats to the homeland is carrying on a tradition of providing for the security of the United States by manufacturing every kind of fastener on anything that flies, as well as providing a full testing destructive laboratory. Contact Anate's Products, now in business for 30 years, at 661-822-6873, located at 1314 Goodrick Drive in Tehachapi for your manufacturing and testing needs today.